You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is the most dramatic podcast ever, an iHeartRadio podcast. We cannot recommend having two weddings enough. It checked every box for us in the best way. I mean, we said it before. And again, I apologize for the state of my voice. Two weddings, having people stay at our house for F1, a Halloween party in the middle. Um, that's what I've decided to do over the past two weeks. I, I just love festivities and people. And, and that's part of why we had two weddings. We wanted to make sure to include everybody in our lives, our closest friends and family, our extended family, our friends from LA, from Austin, um, from all over, uh, bachelor people, people I'd worked with. We wanted to include all those people, but our big fear was how will we spend good time with all those people? Right. And that, that is the key. And I, that's hitting the nail on the head because it's not that we couldn't include all those people in one event. The problem is those events wouldn't have been how we wanted to spend that time and energy with those particular people. The Napa party, we wanted to spend very intimate time. That was family, mom, dad, brother, sisters different than 
putting on our boots and shaking it up like we did in Austin. And we wanted to spend that kind of time with those people. So that is how the two party system was created. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing we did. I, I mean, part of why we're so tired even with doing two parties, you still had to find, and I, I should also say, uh-huh. like I said, I understand having two weddings sounds like this big expense. We're very blessed. We're very grateful. I was also a babe on a budget to the best of my ability, wore my dress at both of them. Um, my mom made the desserts for Austin. <laughs> we we saved money in ways we could. Before we leave Napa, um, I just wanted to make one note because people have asked, did you go immediately on a honeymoon? And the answer was no, because, well, we had another wedding coming up in three (laughs) weeks. So it would have been weird to like leave Napa, go on a honeymoon, come back, have a wedding, and then maybe go on another honeymoon. So after Napa, we just spent one very intimate, lovely night at a beautiful hotel there in Napa Valley called the Poetry Inn. It's so exquisite. If you're ever able to make a special weekend of it and go, it only has a few rooms. It's kind of an elegant home turned into a small hotel um, up on Cliff Lead Vineyards. They make you breakfast in your room every day. They, it's, it's like your Bouchon Bakery oh, goods coming in. And the, the poetry oh. in. It's so romantic. Um, your, our room had an outdoor shower overlooking mm. the vineyards. That's all you need to know. So, um, <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even really feel like I needed a honeymoon because the wedding in Napa, I mean, Napa could be a honeymoon destination. It so. really was. It felt like that. Um, I think we might do a trip for our first anniversary in a year. And I, I agree. I think that's what we're, you know, give it, give it time, let it sink in and then have an amazing anniversary trip a year from now. So we left Napa and we went back and immediately, as you said, uh, F1 race here in Austin, we had people come in town for the F1 race. We enjoyed that. Then it was Halloween. We had a little Halloween party and then it was wedding week number two. And it started right here at this house as we sit in our office with a great bachelor party that we hosted you know on what, Friday you, night. You can call it a bachelor party. It was all bachelor nation, all of the bachelor nation alumni who were coming to the wedding. Um, we wanted to have an intimate, again, to get the good time in with people. And um, we hadn't seen a lot of them in a long time. Some in part because of the pandemic, even it had been years for some. Um, yeah. And we wanted to see them and kind of have a really good, like safe space. I don't know, safe space for the drama. It turned into actually mm-hmm. a bit of healing this weekend from Bachelor Nation. very cathartic. I, I, I almost fell back into my hosting role of kind of Papa Bear of taking care of everybody. And I want to give you a huge shout out and credit. This was your idea. I didn't bring this up. You actually said Friday night, babe, I think we should do this. We should bring all of the Bachelor people in just so everybody can be around each other before the big event where maybe we're not going to spend as much intimate time together just so we can really talk and be together. Well, to be on, I'll be honest with you. I was also kind of thinking, this is a big party. Yeah. I don't know if people will be coming out to people and asking for photos and stuff. I, I respect everybody's, um, you know, there's that fame level and, and they were going to an event where they didn't know a lot of people. I wanted them to have a safe space just hanging out with people you know at our house and um, we poured some great wines. We poured a wine from when we yes. got engaged in Napa, which was fun. We got engaged at Brand, and uh, there was this beautiful wine we were drinking from Brand, and, and I had some magnums, like a double bottle is what that is built, and, and they etched into it the proposal. So we opened up our proposal wine for everybody. And it was also funny, like um, 
So we, you and I did all the, we did a bunch of big charcuterie boards. Mm -hmm. We had some desserts and afterwards, um, and everybody had a lot of drinks and I'm getting ahead of myself, but afterwards, Caitlin Bristow texted. She was like, so sweet. She said, I just realized we left and we didn't help you guys clean up and like, but I'm assuming you hired someone. I was like, that would have been a great idea, Caitlin. Um, (laughs) no, Chris and I just washed well, 50 glasses, maybe more DIY. Anyway, Lauren just kind of leaped into the lead and popped that balloon. So let's get to it. This, this is what people want to know. Who is here? Uh, and let's just deal with number one, Jason Tardick and Caitlin Bristow, both invited yes. and both showed up. They both were here. Um, let's dive into more. Well, I want to say, and I'm, we're not going to, you know, I don't want to reveal everything about um, our friendships with them, but Caitlin and Jason were both, you know, obviously they split and they were both so sweet about like, we reached out to them a while ago and said, Hey, how do you feel about coming to the wedding? They both said each separately said like on separate texts, this day is about you guys. We will be fine. Don't worry about us. And we want to be there for you. So they were both so sweet about that. But what we didn't realize, I did not know this until Friday night when they showed up at our house because like they have their dogs together and they both live in Nashville. I thought they'd seen each other since the split. Me too. They had not seen each other since they broke up until they walked into our house, only a few minutes apart from each other in on Friday. Yeah. In Austin. And before we talk about who else was there, yeah, we'll just let's just deal with this. Um, I had talked to both of them, so had you. They handled it with such grace and such love for us. And they made it about us until it became not on purpose about them because they ended up at this party together at our house. And again, I don't know how, how many people were here? Like, well, we 30, had, okay, I'm going to run. Mm, okay. I'm going to run through Sean and Catherine Lowe couldn't make it because they had a charity event in right. Dallas on Friday. But we're at the wedding. Alan Gale, a producer and his lovely um, fiance, Molly Quinn couldn't make it because they were busy working, but they came Saturday. Um, and then I think everybody else was here. I think everybody else who was at the wedding on Saturday was here on Friday night. And we should also say there were some wonderful people in Bachelor Nation who we did invite yes. who just could not make the wedding. Let's just put it out there because we love them. Pilot Pete, Peter Weber. Yes. He wanted to come. Um, Deanna. Pappas, yes. Uh, Jason and Molly. Yep. I can't believe Leslie Murphy didn't come. I mean, she had a baby two days prior. <laughs> she, Leslie, Leslie Murphy. What's wrong with you? The sweetest person I in the know. world. She'd been wanting to come and texting us weekly updates from her pregnancy. Like, I think the baby's going to come and I'll make the wedding. And I'm thinking, babe, even if she comes now, you're not coming to our wedding a week after giving this birth. This is what a badass Leslie Murphy is. And one of the reasons I adore her, she's one of my favorite people from the show. We've become good friends. She texted Lauren and I, I think it was five days before. She's like, guys, I think I just finally have to say, I can't come. This baby, I haven't given, but up until five days before, what if she'd had it six or seven days before she was going to be at our wedding? That's what a boss Leslie Murphy is. But if anybody had a great excuse, uh, along with Ashley and JP, who uh, obviously they are divorced, but they were both invited. They were both going to come, but it was their daughter's birthday. So they were back in Florida celebrating that as well. And also um, Sarah Heron and Dylan, yes. um, Sarah was invited and she was so sweet and we wanted her to come. She um, was unable to make it, but- there were, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of anybody we forgot, but I think that was everyone. I think so. And then, all right. 
And then, and then you can see the pictures of who all was here, but there, there was the, the Caitlin. They're posting great content. One are. thing we can rely on the bachelor yeah, crew for, true. they are going to take great photos, great videos. I'm like, Oh good. They, why did we hire anyone? They're on it. And, and so who was here were, were not only just the bachelor bachelorette people, but also their spouses, significant others. So Colton and Jordan and Becca and Haley ben and, and Jess ben and Jess and, and Sarah uh, and Wells. Exactly. So everybody was here with their spouses, which was also neat because a lot of people haven't met. Uh, you know, there we're a part of this family that we created, but a lot of them either haven't seen each other, haven't met. Becca Tilly was so sweet. She texted us, "Hey, just want to make sure I know it's Bachelor, but can yeah. Haley come?" And we were like, "Yes." And she goes, "Okay, this is her dream. She's so excited." Okay. And I, I had never met Haley. She's me, so you know, I was wonderful. Say, I haven't met Haley and <sighs> I feel like I know her. I felt like I already love this woman. And now that I meet her, I'm like, okay, Becca, I Obsessed. see why I see why you fell in love with this girl. <laughs> um, and so they it was beautiful to spend time with them and get to know her and, and get to know Becca with Haley now and see them together and see how happy they are. But the Jason, so Jason shows up first. Um, Tardic, Buffalo boy, always on time. And so he arrives and then Caitlin came a little bit after. And again, as Lauren alluded to, I had not realized, and I've talked to all, both of them a lot during all this. I didn't know they hadn't really talked. And I think Jason put it best. When you're going through a breakup, and this is not on purpose, animosity grows. And this is life because the point of a breakup, first of all, it didn't end well. Second of all, you you don't see each other. You don't talk. It's a breakup. So an event like this, they were kind of forced to come back together. And both Jason and Caitlin, I talked to them and they both, they both approved to talk about this. They were kind of forced to face this situation and it turned out to be a beautiful, cathartic coming together. And it was very amicable, very friendly, turned into a lot of laughs, a lot of friendship. It made me so happy to see them at our house mm -hmm. uh, talking to each other. They were standing to each other, standing near each other, talking. And, you know, you could you could feel a little tension at first, but then it felt like the ice had been broken and I could see them laughing. And, you know, to me, that's you always got to break awkward or pain with some kind of joke. And Caitlin is very good at that, especially with her and Jason both. Not to use a sports reference, but if you see a, the, the beginning of a boxing match, the, the fighters kind of dance around each other you know, finding their space and their rhythm. That's how the night started. I feel yeah, like- not, I mean, literally in our living room. Yes. That way it wasn't a very big space. <laughs> it was kind of like, eh, you know, one of them stood outside on the pool deck and it just kind of gave each other their space. But then, and I, and I will tell you, because I know people are wondering, it's not one or either of them that made the move. They just kind of came together and started chatting in our kitchen. And then they just had a wonderful talk and there were smiles. And, and I think that they both probably wanted that ice to be broken. And then it was- and again, the beauty of this, Lauren Zima, was that it was a safe space we created. So there was no cameras, nobody videotaped it, and it, it just turned out to be a great night. And then the whole weekend was then a relief for them because then they could go to the wedding Saturday night and not have a care in the world. And there were more couples, I think, or more people that needed this healing moment than I realized. I turned around at one point and Colton and Tasha were talking, mm -hmm. and I think they had a good conversation, and I kind of thought... When was the last time they talked? You know, at this point, so much has happened, but you forget that Tasha was on Colton's season and <laughs> a lot's happened well, since I, then. I, I, I forget who's on whose season because now I know just know these people as, as, A, I know when they are the Bachelor or Bachelorette, but then I also kind of forget, I don't remember what Wells' season was. And then he makes a joke about, you know, JoJo not picking him. Oh, right. JoJo's there. Ben and Wells are both there, I right. think. 
Oh no, JoJo was on Ben's season. Right. Wells is on JoJo's season. Yes. Um, that that part to me is funny because they yes. of course remember, and I think Ben even made a great joke in his his social media post of like, you know, all these crazy people have probably in some way either dated, slept with each other, or you know, yeah, it, it's this. Well, one, that's the old joke. One one big incestuous group, but another, and and I'm going to bring up Jason again. Another meeting that was very important that I wasn't thinking of was Jason Tardick and Colton. Jason and Colton had not spoken in quite some time. There was some animosity there and they just hadn't really dealt with that. They apparently, as Jason told me, reached out to each other and had agreed to kind of bury this and talk. And it had nothing to do with our wedding. This, this talk, this talk started about a month ago, but they hadn't seen each other until again, coming to our house on Friday night and then really had a good talk at our wedding. And it was Again, very cathartic, very productive, very friendly, and it worked out beautifully. And Jason, as I talked to him, said, I don't think I understood the full weight of what Colton was bearing. And that's not to excuse anything. It's not to say everything he did was perfect because it wasn't, but it is to say, I did not walk in his shoes. I don't know what he was carrying around. And Jason spoke for I think for all of us, when he told me to see Colton in love and to see Jordan there, there is this lightness about him. There is this weight lifted off his shoulders. And Jason said, he is a different human being. He's a different person. And I couldn't agree more. And you were, you and I were at uh, Colton and Jordan's wedding and we saw it firsthand. He's a, he is a changed man living his truth. And that's, that part is beautiful. Jordan is so wonderful. I know. And um, I, to see them, we were at their wedding, but you know what, your wedding, your, I mean, they weren't tense, but you got a lot going on to see them relaxed yeah. at our wedding together. They put, oh, their outfits were wonderful. Um, they were texting me about the effort they were putting in. Our theme, by the way, was um, for Austin, cowboy cocktail. We were here in Texas. Yep. We said, go cowboy cocktail. However you interpret that. I did have some inspiration picks up on the website and a shout out to Ari Lyondike, who literally bought the exact outfit from one of the inspiration picks. Go it was to his hilarious. social media site a post because he posted the inspo pick <laughs> and then he posted his fit. It's like he might as well have been the model. It was it's identical. But um, so Colton, uh, Colton texted me, I'm coming to your house wearing pearls. And he was, he was wearing a pearl necklace uh, with a f- like sleek jacket and they just look fit and happy. And I love what Jordan said to you at our house What uh, towards the end of the party. Jordan came up to you and said, you know, I I didn't know all these people. I've never seen them in person. Everybody's so damn good looking here. (laughs) Jordan Jordan goes, this is a really attractive group of people. I said, you know, Jordan, I never think about it, but I guess they were all cast for television. Right. Um, So I'm just trying to run through else was there on Friday night. So I don't forget anything. Um, you know, you, oh, you had some fun with the boys. You, uh, you golfed on Friday. Well, we did. Yeah. I, I do have a little pitching and, and chipping green. Outside. No one knows what that is. It's like a tiny mini golf course. Okay. But like uh, one yeah. hole. Think of like a little part behind three. Our house. And so, uh, Ben and chipping Wells and, and I, what? uh, were down there hitting some golf balls. Jason. What was cute actually was Jason was filming you yeah. all as if he was your proud dad. Jason was hanging. I was worried about our, a liability. Jason was hanging over the edge of our patio 
to get a good shot filming Ben and Wells and Chris um, chipping and and Ben putting. and Wells and I, we we have this competitive thing between us that we just always want to be competing and beating each other as as much as we love each other. Um, but it was also it's been so long since I've seen Trista. Ryan, by the way, could not be with us unfortunately, um, but Trista was here and it was so good to see her. You know, as I say, the godmother of it all. Like you know, I, I feel like. She and I started this thing together. I know there was Alex, Michelle, and 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 Aaron Berge before her, but I feel like well, Trista stayed in the fold with you. Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't talk to Aaron or Alex anymore, and so she's part of the world. She, and that really legitimized our franchise. You know, that was that lightning in a bottle—the first marriage, the first true engagement um, that worked, and that that really put us on the map. I just love her, and and she's always been a dear friend of mine. And I was at her wedding back in you know two thousand and four, six. No, must have been earlier than that, 2003. Um, and it, that was just, it was wonderful. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. 
It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I think what's fun about this group, too, is you kind of only all get together for, like, big, crazy things like this. (laughs) I think Jade and JoJo saw each other, and they were like, well, we haven't seen each other since Vegas, you know? And and so there's there's probably a drunken story or two in there, but they only get together to to create good times and maybe great drama as well. And two things. One one of the things I love, you made me just think of it, about having all the parents here. Jaden Tanner, Ashley and Jared. Oh, thank you for getting uh, childcare, you guys. Yeah, we know it's a lot. Lauren and Ari, like these people are in the weeds, man. They are getting beat. Um and I know some others have kids like Ryan and Tristan and all that, but they're older kids. These people are in the wheelhouse of just the nightmare of, of being a parent. And they all, it, it, I think they also loved getting a hotel room and having some adult time. And uh, that was wonderful. You, but, you mean a fantasy suite? A fantasy suite. Yeah. Um, but th- speaking of hosting, there was a moment. So I wanted to call everybody in and just, just kind of raise a glass and propose a toast. And so it was really funny. There was, you know, we had our house open. It was a beautiful, spectacular night. So the house was open and some of the people were sitting out. Uh, the ladies were sitting out kind of on our pool deck and I wanted to bring everybody in and it kind of, and all of a sudden I walked out and they all looked up and it was that tink tink moment where I go out and I say, I'm, I'm sorry, I hate to break this up, but if everybody could come join me inside and I just, they all laughed. Like you didn't mean to say it. I didn't it. mean it. I didn't mean to go into host role. And I totally went into host role. Uh, ladies, could you join me inside, please? I'm going to send you on your first dates. Uh, but it was, it was wonderful. And then I got up and made a toast to everybody. And as I, and that was the cool thing. As I looked over and, and I will post a group photo of, of everybody that was here at the house. At that time, Jason and Caitlin were standing together and it just, it was just beautiful and it just warmed my heart that all these people have loved and supported me and now LZ in my life. And they were here in our house and it was just so warm, so lovely. There were so many laughs. We wanted to, this thing was supposed to end at 7.30 at night. Well, okay. We say this with love, but again, we're trying to make time for everybody. So we kind of triple booked, but yeah. not overbooked ourselves. Friday, we planned to be with the Bachelor crew, 5.30 to 7.30, kind of do happy hour and light bites with them. And then we were going to meet my family friends and my sorority sisters at a restaurant to see all of them. So we were trying to make it there. Now, we did plan for it to go to a little late. Yeah, we knew. But, but it was finally It was like, going over an hour late. Yeah, about 8.30, 8.45, I go, okay, I'm just going to propose this toast and try try and kind of start getting people. You know but what? Though, it just what felt was hard so was, good. I know. I actually, and, and I'm glad, I mean, we also didn't want to stay out too late Friday night, but I could have hung out with everybody a lot longer. Yeah. I was looking around going, you know, I wanted this to happen. And I thought it'll be like good for everyone to see each other and just break the ice and also reconnect. But it it really was an evening of witnessing growth. Everybody's in such a healthy, like adult place right now overall, I think. And I didn't want it to end. We were having a lot of really genuine, happy fun and chats and catching up. And I could have stayed all night. I sort of regretted the double booking. I think we all needed this. Yeah. It felt good. I think. Did you feel like. I needed it. Yeah. I don't don't know if I needed it, but I definitely felt something in the room that I, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, anticipating, and that was just healing and and feeling the love and support as I know I've had from these people. But um, where the state of the franchise is now is so different from when 
I was hosting the show and, and helping produce it. And when these people were on it for the most part. And so it was just, it was very, I think it felt good to them um, to know that we are still this family and this tight knit group that made, that made the show what it is and, and paved the ground for whatever I guess it is now. Um, but yeah, I think it was something that we all kind of needed and I wasn't, I don't think any of us anticipated how good it was going to feel. Mm. Um, I think one of my favorite parts of the night was at the end, we'd all had a few and Bob Guinea, uh, decided he was going to be the Toastmaster general. He raised a glass and made a toast that he it, raised a shot glass. We all did a shot, shot of tequila <laughs> and it was beautiful. And, and every, we were laughing. Of course, Bob, you know, if you, if you weren't old enough to know Bob Guinea's season, he was so good. He's so charismatic. He's so fantastically funny. Um, I put him and Andrew Firestone on that Mount Rushmore of guys that just crush it. Oh, and Andrew Firestone, people were asking about him. Oh, yeah. He's another one. He and Ivana were invited, of course, but he was hosting a charity event yes. in Santa Barbara. They had um, a huge event that Ivana has been chairing for a while. And so that they came to Napa. They were a part of that. They could not make it here, so, unfortunately. Well, I love hearing. I think you just nailed something. And, and I've wondered sometimes like, I don't know. I'd love to hear from people on this. Sometimes I feel like I got to come into the franchise and start covering it at like a really good, powerful time. I mean, of course, I missed those big years where you had tens of millions of people watching it on broadcast and, you know, sort of the origins of reality TV. But I came in at a time when like social media was really blowing everyone up, but the family was like, but but social media was connecting the Bachelor family. Mm -hmm. And so like I first started covering it with Ben's season, which is part of why, you know, I'm, I'm close to Ben and Wells and Jojo. And, and so I've wondered, wait, do I just feel like I was there in a really good time because that's when I was there and they're my age? Or was this kind of group in this age range in this era really a good solid time in the franchise and it has gone, I don't know, I, I don't know if it's still there anymore. Well, think of the, the decades that span in that room from Trista uh, in the early 2000s yeah. um, all the way through. Um, but I guess I'm saying I think that that crew, uh -huh. those couple years of like Ben, Jojo, Colton, like Hannah Brown in there, like like that, those couple years, those were some really good seasons of the show. Yeah. And I, I it, whatever has happened with us, I just, even just as a viewer of a show, I don't know, those were really good times. And maybe, I, I can't tell if that's me projecting no. it or if that no, was a good chunk. And I don't know if it's been that good since then. Yeah, and I it, I don't know if it's been that good since then. I don't know what the- Anyway. I don't, well, I don't know what the camaraderie is, but right. to, to that point, I would just add this. I think the fabric was being torn. And I'm glad, and I think everybody in the room Friday night felt- we're not going to let that fabric be torn. We're going to let this family heal and be together because we all realize, wait, we love each other. Like what, what happens, you can let this go. Like we're going to stay together. And I, I really appreciate, I think I, that was maybe the healing and the love I felt in that room of, it was this big sigh of relief and we all put, a, put our arms around each other and just, there was love. It was, it was, as I always said, at the end of the day, it was always about love. And so was this. We had such a good group. We kept saying on Sunday morning after Friday and Saturday night, the bachelor crew that we had, the people we invited and and the people we invited are people, we kind of use the barometer of who do we regularly mm -hmm. still talk to or catch up with, text yeah. with? Who do we feel really close with? Um, who do we both know really well? And um, the crew we had was such a good group 
and so supportive of us and so cheering us on and out on the dance floor on Saturday. And they all showed up Friday night. Nobody, I kind of, listen, everybody except Jason was a little late, which is fine. I'm not a person who's early or on time to parties, but uh, I was almost for a second, I thought, oh, I don't know, maybe they're exploring the city and they're not going to come. No, everybody showed up and everybody was so happy for us. And it was just such a loving group of people. Two things. One, uh, one we forgot. I forgot we invited Claire as well. Oh, yes. Couldn't Claire make couldn't make it. Um, and what was cool is at the end of the night, some people had reservations and went off on their own. Like, I know Colton. For and dinner. Jo- yeah, Colton and Jordan had dinner reservations. But there was this core group that ended up splitting up into boys night and girls night so the boys ended up having a reservation they went off and had a, a night in the, at one of our favorite restaurants in austin fix yeah so good, good Go there if you food can. biscuits the chicken oh my gosh but then the girls went out and it this just happened like spontaneously and they were in our driveway like okay guys we're going here girls we're going i'm like okay this is awesome i, I just love i love that this group truly there was so much love and companionship and camaraderie it just in my heart was swelling and it was such a great jumping off point, diving board, springboard effect to get us into our wedding day on Saturday. Tasha um, brought her new gentleman oh, yes. to a wedding for the first time. Yes. Luke of Summer House on Bravo. You know, I, I felt like, oh, okay, we're we're debuting this at a wedding. It's a, listen, whoever you are, it's a big deal to bring somebody to a wedding, I think. Um, we chatted. He was very sweet. Um, and it was so good to see Tasha. Tasha is, she looked so lovely and she was so happy for us. Um, and she's someone I had not seen, uh, since the pandemic, since I left the show. Um, and I've talked to her, but it was, I, we just, I don't know, we, we kind of exchanged a big hug when she first walked in the door and just kind of a knowing hug of everything that, you know, she had been through and I had been through. So it was, again, it was one of those relationships. It was just good to see her. Um, and yeah, I met Luke, a uh, nice guy. And had a, had a brief chat with him and a good, good Midwestern boy, Minneapolis, Minnesota guy. He and I talk so much about the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, I instantly, I instantly um, vibe with you. But yeah, that night was a great springboard to get us into Saturday. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, 
stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. So our wedding in Austin was not traditional at all. I did not walk down an aisle alone anyway. We entered together. This is, again, another reason why you should always have two wedding ceremonies. (laughs) We did the typical traditional walk down the aisle. I was up there with the officiant in Napa. Lauren walked to me. It was beautiful and it took my breath away and I cried like a baby. But the great thing about Austin, and again, the vibe was cowboy chic and let's crush this. And it was one big party. So Lauren and I, with my with the kids, we actually drove, well, drove my truck to the wedding. We we drove together. We spent the day together, drove together to the wedding with the kids. The kids went in and stood by the stage. There, there was no sitting. We weren't sitting in pews and all that. This was on the dance floor. When Lauren and I walked in, the well, seat. Yeah, what we had the band leader do of the little wedding band. Yes. If you are doing any event in Texas, hire the little wedding band. We These. got so many compliments on them. They rocked the house. So the band leader, Matt, we said to him, we're going to let you know, you know, text you when we're pulling up in the pickup. And um, we want you to tell everybody, get up on the dance floor, but clear a path. So he did. And. I just thought it was, it was such a great idea. And I don't know if, who had it. We just. I'm sure it was my idea. I'm sure it was your idea. But <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't think we really thought through like, this is why we're doing it at the time. It just turned out to be so wonderful that we got to experience walking down the aisle together. So we walked in hand in hand. And number one, what were we wearing and why? I wore my same dress. Same wedding dress. There was not two dresses. Same wedding dress from Napa. We wore it again. I didn't even get it cleaned because I don't really know anywhere you could get a wedding dress cleaned in like a week and I didn't want to risk it. So it had some of that Napa dirt still on it. It had makeup on it. I don't know if you can see it in the pictures, but- Who cares? Sweaty for the wedding. My thought was who gets to wear their wedding dress twice and enjoy it? She looks so beautiful in that wedding dress. It's such an incredible dress. Why not wear it again instead of putting it in a closet, acting like you're going to do something with it, and you never will? So you also wear your suit again. I wore my same custom-made suit. Did you get your suit cleaned? Uh, didn't get the suit clean. Shirt, yes. Okay. 
uh, for got, the armpits. Yes. For, well, just, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, a little, little sweat there from uh, dancing in Napa. So shirt was pressed and clean. Um, and I steamed out my suit and got that ready, but we wore the same suit, same dress as we walked in. So we walked in together, hand in hand, 225 people there. The seas parted. They created kind of an aisle for us. And this is the cool thing. And again, I, I can't recommend this enough. The great thing about walking in, everybody had the aisle. Everybody created an aisle for us. So everybody had a great look. Everybody could film us. We didn't say, put your phones away. We didn't care. There were no rules at this party. Everything goes. Well, and I think it, it being so casual, like I don't love, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't, if I go to a wedding, I do not film the bride walking down the aisle Yeah, because I think if it's that emotional wedding, like if a bunch of people had been filming me as I walked down the aisle in Napa, you're just seeing cell phones. I want to see people's faces. I want to connect, but it's because it's so emotional and big. Um, this just felt more casual. And yeah. so, and, and also if you're filming, it's just the bride. People got like this, these really fun videos of both of us coming in. We had a really long aisle with yeah. everybody lining it. So we got to really say hi to people as we walked down. And as we've thought about all this, well, okay, look, I know when people are married, they enter a reception together, mm -hmm. but it was that difference of having an aisle. You and I actually had another idea, even in Napa. I don't know why weddings aren't like this. Yes. We want to change the game. We think that wedding ceremonies should be flipped in terms of the audience's viewpoint. Why isn't it that the ceremony point is, I'm trying to explain this right. Basically, the audience, instead of looking back, the guests, instead of looking back at the bride, they should look forward at the bride. So the bride should walk towards the guests mm -hmm. and the groom's already there. The guests are standing at the groom and the bride walks towards and stands with yeah, the groom. The groom at the, at the beginning, my back would be to the crowd, to to everybody there at the wedding. You would walk towards all of us. We'd all get to yeah. see it. And then we'll turn. And it's just, uh, yeah. We're, switch it up. But anyway, I, so, I know that does, it's not really conducive to churches because you're not going to have 50 oh, yards walking into that direction. Oh, you only right. got one way, but I anyway. didn't think about the building. Okay. But walking in with you, it was, this was so, what was so different than Napa. Napa, I was so nervous. I was just, everything was flooding through me emotion wise. This was just so happy-go-lucky, and it slowed down for me. I got to breathe this whole thing in. I had you in my hand, and we could just look at everybody. I, I felt so calm, so relaxed, and we, then we got up to the stage, and people did not know, not everybody really knew that we were going to get married again, that we were going to make it official here in Austin. That was really interesting. People thought... Many thought we were just going to well, be at I, a reception. I think we should know that's because we changed our minds. Yes. We, what we had always planned on was doing actually a ceremony in Napa mm -hmm. and a kind of a reception here in Austin, which just I've heard of other people party. doing before. Yeah. But when we started, when we, I made the website, because I made the websites for both events, I put that on there. And here's what I learned. Just like people don't really read invitations, they don't really read wedding websites. So I was getting texts from people saying, can't wait for the wedding in Austin. And, I, and then what do you do? You have to text people and say, oh, no, sorry, you're not invited to the wedding. This is a party. Um, but there was that. But then it also became, I think we did start feeling like, you know, A, we wanted to get married legally in Austin because we've made our home here. And B, we um we want why not share the love and and make sure that those people who were saying they wanted to see us get married get to see us get married. Yeah, and it was again that's how I felt too about 
wanting to profess my love, say our vows, you know, have our officiant Mike Levitt, who also presided over this. I mean, we had to pay him uh, double rate uh, to have Mike Levitt, our, our dear friend, came up. And so what I did is, so he's this, joking. <laughs> no, I'm I'm joking. Um, so as I said, this was very non-traditional. Lauren and I walked in, took the stage. And we hosted our own wedding. We grabbed the mic and we just, we raised, you know, a glass. We said, Hey, we're really happy. Everybody's here. We're honored by your presence. This was going to be just a party. But if you guys don't mind, we actually wanted to make it official right here, right now. We are going to get married. We brought up our friend, Mike Levitt, and we went right in, hid the microphones and went right into a wedding. He had a shortened, slightly different version yes. of Napa. We had slightly shorter versions of our vows. Yes, different and, and a little different. Yeah. Which was cool because I think that saved something really special in Napa. And then, um, but everyone was so complimentary of the vows. I know. Made and me feel way, good yes, about myself. And by the way, uh, we wrote them. We wrote our own vows. Um, I, I, someone had asked and I was like, well, yeah, who else would write your vows? Oh, I think they mean versus saying like the traditional, do you take her, do you take him? Oh, we did both. Deal. Yeah, we said our vows uh, via the typical wedding tradition, but then we we wrote our own vows and said them to each other. Um, I guess I, I could say one part about the vows. I mean, it was very public. It was funny to me. I kind of started my vows by saying the irony is not lost on me of standing before so many people that I have either married forced to write their vows, perform their vows, or just do ridiculous things on national television. And now here I am going through the same exercise. So the irony was not lost on me that I was doing this in front of all my my bachelor family, which was really, it was beautiful, funny, and uh, a great moment. You were the one in the vulnerable position for once. Exactly. Which was cute. I, I think they liked it. And, and it felt good. It felt it felt scary, but it felt good. And so we went through our, our regular ceremony, a little shortened, and we- And it was so cool to have everybody. So we had everyone stand up for the aisle as we walked in. Mm -hmm. And then when we, we, like Chris said, we took the mic and we said, okay, gather in, come in everybody. And everyone was standing and literally just gathered around the stage. Like five feet away from us. So it felt so close. Like I looked, I saw Caitlin smiling up at us. I saw Trista. I saw uh, some of my friends from ET. I saw our families and you had an excellent idea um, as well. Two weddings. We advocate for two weddings. In Napa, just, it was like the, um, you know, your family sits on your side. It's kind of the bride side and the groom side. So what that meant though, was that as we were doing our vows, I was staring at Chris's kids and Chris was staring at my mom and siblings. Now that was amazing because mm -hmm. you're kind of seeing the family you're marrying into. But then we thought, in Austin, let's switch it so that we can look at our own family's faces. So that was magical because we got to see our own families during the vows. Yeah. And I could see my brother tearing up and oh my gosh, it was so awesome. And I was, yeah, I was looking at Joshie and Taylor and um, yeah, that was, it just got me. Listening so, to your vows and then looking at them. Did you feel like it was any, was it still a blur this time or did you hear no, it more? No, I felt like- on the second read. I, yeah, the second read. No, I, in Austin, everything about it slowed down for me. And I finally, I think the adrenaline wasn't as high and intense in my body. And I just, because we had walked in together and it was just so much more relaxed that I really got to hear everything. I looked out at the crowd and I got to see people's faces. As, again, it was so intimate. Everyone crushed up on the, near the stage. I could really see everybody. And feel the love and see my kids, see you. I could hear your vows and really feel them this time. I even asked you, 
if things, if certain things were different. He said, no. <laughs> I know. He said, did you change your vows? I said, no. And he said, well, maybe I just wasn't, I was out of body not yeah. hearing it before. And so I really, I really got to breathe in this So ceremony. like my vows are pretty great. You thought. You crushed it. <laughs> it, it honestly, honestly, if I was, if I was going to, not that we should, but if I was going to rank them, you crushed me. I, I wanted to outdo you in that department and out love you, but you crushed like your, 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 no, your vows were spectacular. Mine were good. I'm not going to lie. Mine were good. Yours were spectacular. No, baby, yours were so good. And he cried again. Oh, and I, I thought do- I, that's one thing I thought I was going to get through. I was going to say this. I thought I was going to get through. I, I'm like, okay, look, I've been here, done this three weeks ago. I got this. Ah, oh, damn it. Well, everyone was, I, but I, you know what? I think people love. Yeah. One thing I love about going to weddings is sharing the emotion, is feeling like you get a window into the couple. And so many people came up to us and said that they really felt like they understood more of our relationship from the vows. Yeah, and that I did was like so that. nice. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, and, and I overheard some people talking about how they felt it was not a production and they felt it was just real and, and, and heartfelt. And that they saw a side of us that they weren't expecting to see. And that made me feel really good. Yeah. You know, I should, we should note about Austin. One rule we had in Napa, these have to be our closest friends. In Austin, we knew mostly everybody. A couple of people brought like plus ones who we didn't know. So it was definitely a bigger yeah. party. I think the people you overheard, we literally hadn't met them yeah. yet. So they're like, <laughs> they were like, oh, they're not like TV people. <laughs> well, can we be, should we just tell the dirt of how we heard? I think it's a good story. I'm just going to spill a little tea here. So after the ceremony, Lauren is in her wedding dress. I'm in my suit. Well, the whole point of this was cowboy chic. We wanted everybody to be in their cowboy boots and jeans and, you know, dress up. And obviously we had decided to get married again. So she's in her wedding dress and I'm in my suit. So that's not going to work. We had outfits picked out for the cowboy chic party. So that's what we did. We got married and the funny thing is there was no recessional. We didn't march off the stage and, you know, get in the car and leave or go to the reception. This was it. So as soon as we kissed and and kind of sealed the deal, we then picked up the microphones and started hosting again and introduced our first dance. And I will get back to our first dance, but I want to tell you, as soon as our first dance was over, we went to go change. And so we went to the bridal suite. There was this little room there at the uh, the ranch, Austin, where we had this event where we got married. And we go into the bridal suite. Well, the bridal suite that we were changing, so Lauren's getting out of her dress and getting into another dress and her frilly boots, and it was just spectacular. And I changed into my my cowboy jeans and my Tacova alligator boots, and I had this beautiful velvet jacket from Ken's Man Shop. I kept my my original shirt on, but I put on this beautiful velvet jacket. It almost looked like a tux jacket. Um, very pettable, very sexy, if I do say so myself. But the funny thing is, as we're changing, we hear these people talking and you could really hear. I mean, it was as if they were in the room with us and we thought, oh no, we are right next door to the ladies' room, to the women's bathroom. So all the women were going in there and kind of gossiping about what they had just seen. And I thought, oh, this could really ruin our night. If they're about to trash us, tell us how horrible we are, how ugly we looked, and how bad this wedding was. I'm like, I almost said, please stop talking. Don't say anything bad. We can hear you. Um, But instead of that, we heard the most amazing compliments. 
and they couldn't have been lovelier. And it absolutely, Lauren and I just looked at each other and smiled. And it was a really cool moment to share that we were not expecting. And sorry for eavesdropping on the women in the ladies' room. Uh, typically, we would not do that. But the the geography of this place kind of set us up for that. I Now I hope they reach out and we didn't find out who they <laughs> that were. It was us. Because we were listening and we're like, we don't know these voices. Okay, so our first dance. Yes. This was the first dance of my dreams. Um, Oh, wow. The emotions are still high. Um, So Chris and I have been fortunate enough to get to know this up and coming, incredibly talented country crooner of a singer, William Beckman. His voice is like if Elvis and Frank Sinatra had a baby and that baby went country. He's so talented. So check out William Beckman. And we asked him if he would play a few songs at our wedding. And he even had a show that night and said, I will make it happen. I will come to your party first. Do the songs, leave right away. I hope you made it to a show. Yeah. Um, and, oh, babe, I just want to, um, sorry. So what I really wanted, and I was afraid to ask you this actually, because, you know, I've lost my dad and I know I've talked about that a lot on the podcast. Um, And sometimes, (laughs) on the one hand, of course, I wish my dad was here. He deserves to be here. It it isn't fair to him that he's not here. (sighs) I'm so tired. (laughs) But um, I also understand that there's a delicate balance and people who've been through loss know this, of when you can bring up, like you don't want to be afraid or ashamed to bring up the person you lost. You shouldn't be. But I also don't want to like, you know, you have to watch the mood. You don't want to, it's our first dance. I wanted it to be romantic for us. And I didn't want you to feel like I was making our first dance about my dad um, and about that instead of about you and I, because our wedding is about you and I. But I just really appreciate it. I said to Chris, I would love, if William could sing, because um, William does a lot of old song covers, Frank Sinatra and and um, Dean Martin and that kind of thing. I said, I would love if he could sing my dad and I's favorite song, which was Summer Wind by Frank Sinatra. And you jumped on board with that so quickly, supported it right away, didn't question me on it at all. In fact, you reached out and coordinated everything with William and made sure William would introduce and explain the meaning of the song so it wouldn't be me because then I would have been crying like this. Um, And so that was our first dance song in Austin. And it was so meaningful. And actually, we're just starting to get the pictures back in. And oh my gosh, everyone. Well, was we didn't, crying. Catherine Judici is like, there's this picture of her in tears. She's so sweet. She's such a big heart. We didn't plan on how it ended up, which was then there was this kind of semicircle that just formed around us. And again, you could just feel so much energy. And, and it's something, again, we didn't have a wedding planner. We didn't rehearse this. It just, this just happened naturally. People kind of came forward to the stage and gave us a little area to, to dance. And we danced to Frank Sinatra and William, God, what a voice. I mean, it's just dripping with honey. This kid is spectacular from Del Rio, Texas. He has it all. And then after Summer Wind, uh, he sang two other songs, but one of them, the third song, he sang three songs for us. 
he sings this song in Spanish, Volver. Lauren and I have probably seen him half a dozen times mm. and, and gotten to know him and consider him a friend. I don't think once have we ever seen him, whether it's you know at Red Rocks, at the Saxon Pub here in Austin, or you know at their wedding where you don't cry when he sings Volver in Spanish. It's amazing. So thank you to William. Yeah, God um, bless you, brother. I appreciate it. That's how we started the night. A little emotional, but some incredible talent. And then we then, took then the we mic. Ate. No, no, no. Then we took the <laughs> mic. Yes. And... Chris made another of my dreams come true. I said, we want people to know this is a party. They're going to be a little emotional after William. I want to have that moment, but yes. you want to make it clear it's a party. Let's kick the night off. Instead of a champagne toast, let's do a tequila shot. So Chris and I uh, announced that the buffet was going to open up and we did a, sh- a tequila shot together. And Chris Harrison is not a shot doer. I am. Not a big shot doer. I will, but but I'm not a big shot doer. But we doer. do love this tequila, Siempre Tequila. We yes. had um, all of our signature cocktails by Siempre Tequila all night. It's so delish and so affordable, by the way. My all-time favorite affordable, delicious tequila. No additives, all natural. Damn, it's good tequila. Thank you, Siempre. So Chris... Did a tequila shot with me on stage. Then we went to change. Eve's dropped on some people. I put on my very, oh, I loved my dress, by the way, by Justin Alexander. It's called the Share Dress. And what was amazing was Elon, um, Elon Gale's fiance, Molly Quinn, came up to me and said, oh my God, you're channeling Share." I said, oh wow, Molly, what a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> Can't wait for their, uh, whenever they're going to get married. So put on this Justin Alexander dress. It's so cute. It was that cowboy vibe. And I have put on my first ever mm-hmm. pair of cowgirl boots. They I was so good. They look so you. hot. They little, as I said, they Fringe. kind of the frills, the yeah, fringe. But I was That's saving the moment. I didn't, I wanted to wear boots for the first time at our wedding. And I love that. And you, and you surprised luckily me. They, they didn't give me blisters all night. And so uh, we, we introduced uh, everybody via the Siempre tequila shot. Um, and then it was time for the food. And that was really important to me in Austin. As, as important as it was in Napa, and this was a very formal wine dinner, I wanted Texas. I wanted everyone to get a taste of Texas. And if you look at everybody's social media posts, you saw that we were at the Ranch Austin, which is a great venue. Uh, Ranch Austin wedding venue. Can't recommend it enough. Yes. Chris and Melissa, who own it. Yes. I said, I love a Chris. They were such a sweet couple. They, they have- actually had... Longhorn cattle. Did we say this yet? No, I was about to say you know, one thing. This is a working ranch. So there were real steers out there, longhorns with, I mean, beautiful longhorns. The, the spread on these horns, about 13 feet wide. They had donkeys out there. And so it was funny, all the LA folks. Are, we really wanted to give those Californians a real yeah. taste of Texas. And and what Chris at, the, at Ranch Austin does is he uses sugar cubes and brings the longhorn over so everybody can take pictures with them. And it's a beautiful setting. And, and we wanted Jordan to let those people really Ari, have a theme. Everybody was posting pictures of the steer. It was really cool. Um, and so we also wanted them to... Well, ironically enough, taste that as Yikes. well and eat barbecue. So we really wanted a Texas barbecue special. And a, a, All our love to the vegetarians out there. Sorry. Uh, this was not for the faint of heart. <laughs> sorry, vegans. Um, but you can't do fondue barbecue. Then, but a good friend of mine and now a good friend of ours, Cameron True. And this might seem... Uh, odd, but Cameron is actually in from Provo, Utah. He owns Bam Bam's Barbecue in Provo, Utah. If you're anywhere near Provo, Provo, Utah, Salt Lake City, Park City, get down there, go to Bam Bam's, ask for my boy Cameron. Spectacular. I met him about 12 years ago here in Austin on a barbecue tour. Yes, I would go on barbecue tours. I was with some friends. 
Cameron was there working at Law Barbecue. He was at a food truck. And I met him. We just became friends. Can I tell? He told me the story of what he yelled at you from across the room, which is amazing. And I'm wondering if a fan has ever yelled anything better. Yeah. Do you remember this? No. Oh my gosh. He rem- he, so he loved the show, which is how you first met. And he was he, in the food truck. So he said he yelled at you. Pardon my language, but he yelled, Chris Harrison, I effing love The Bachelor and I'm the biggest, because he's like six foot seven, he's huge. six. He said, I love The Bachelor and I'm the biggest dude here. So if anybody says anything to you, just come get me and I'll kick their ass. So I, I remember him yelling at what was weird. So, you know, true barbecue places in Austin, you got to get there early. You get in line. This food truck had a line. I'm about 20 deep. And we kind of wound around so he could see me from the window. So the awkward part was that he yelled that. And then, of course, all eyes just turned to me. And I'm like, he kind of defeated the purpose of protecting you from any yes, weird fans. So yeah. much for being uh, on the download. So Cameron True whipped up brisket, uh, smoked turkey, pulled pork. Uh, we had, thanks to Law Barbecue here in Austin, they gave us the mac and cheese. Potato People sauce. loved that mac and oh, cheese. They, they loved all the food. It. He made banana pudding. So, people went back for seconds, third, fourths. They now, crushed the barbecue. The barbecue was amazing. I, I, again, it was a real barbecue. I got bamboo, uh, eco-friendly mm-hmm. uh, disposable plates. Bought them ourselves. And, um, <laughs> well, I just, we didn't have cutlery. Yeah. Like we had, um, these bamboo plates. We had, you know, just dinner napkins and dinner rolls. And I loved it. And everyone loved the food. I did, Make the mistake. I didn't do this in Napa. I didn't have one bite of the food. I did. Uh, well, good for you, man. Where? Why didn't you <laughs> make me a plate? Let that go. And, and we and we brought some home. We did have leftovers. I was talking had. to too many people. Yeah, you yeah. Had, it was funny. You had a plate of food you were carrying around for a little bit, and you're like, "This is this." No, I no. It was I, that someone walked by it with yeah. me. I had one bite off of it. I mean, so I guess I had literally one bite. But I'm shocked I wasn't hungover because I did. So many siempre tequila shots because yeah. people keep bringing them to you. And I literally didn't eat any food. Well, and we, we kind of went our separate ways a little bit. We started seeing everybody. We tried to really, this is the tough thing about a big, big wedding. That's why you got to do too. It's tough to see everybody. We wanted to walk by every table. And there was a lot of the night when we were apart in Austin. And so dividing and conquering. Everybody sat and ate, had a, a kind of a calm 45 minutes while we ate dinner. Then it was time for the little wedding band. And they, brought the house down they kill it they they just play the bangers they they let us kind of coordinate with them we had a lot of blink 182 we had 80s music that they played they're not so much like horns they're guitars and drums and and more so like you're going to see live music versus a wedding there's not a song you can't sing along to at the top of your lungs and when you see pictures of us and you see how ridiculous we we they look. go above and beyond. I mean, again, again, I said this on the other podcast. I was so sweaty. I danced for two hours straight. I didn't stop. I literally did not sit in a chair once all night. I should have. I had those cute two strands, the two strands of hair look that you do in front of a ponytail. That was a mistake because they were just sweaty worms down my head. So, and, I, and a shout out to some other friends because look, the bachelor people. We've talked about them. They were not shy. They hit the dance floor. Oh, I rocked out to, yeah, I'm going to give a, something I love about the Bachelor Girls. They are Swifties with me. Oh, when Taylor JoJo, Swift broke out. Becca, Sarah Heron. Trista was right there. Lauren Leyendijk, Taysha. We, I think it was Love Story. Yeah. And we were just crushing it. I was so happy. All I... I every, so much of the happiness for me from a party comes from dancing and everybody was on the dance floor. The little wedding band let us come up on stage with them so many times. And when I looked out and saw 
everyone, mm-hmm. the dance floor was completely full. I thought this is my dream. And uh, I, you know, the bachelor people, kudos to them. They, they were so much fun and had a great time. Well, let me pause for a second. Do you think Ben Higgins' dance moves are good? It's not like Ben's dancing and he feels it. Here's the good <laughs> thing about Ben and God love him. He is unabashedly Ben Higgins. This is what you, know, what you see is what you get with Ben. I adore him. I love him like a brother. Our producer, Kendall, I'm going to call her out because she knows Ben. She just chimed in via chat and said, they are terrible. <laughs> they are. Yeah. His, his dance. But, and I think now he leans into him because he knows how bad they are. You know, I always say I would rather be with somebody who's a bad dancer, but yeah. dances than someone who just doesn't dance. He's tall. So that's hard for him. Maybe I don't. They're not great. And it was great. Uh, Justin Turner and, and Courtney Turner, Justin uh, now playing with the Boston Red Sox, but we got to know him when he was a Los Angeles oh, Dodger. Go- wonderful. Um, incredible. Probably lost on me the level of his fame as a golfer. Sergio Garcia was there. He is a major his, champion. He is a master's champion. Yes, uh, Sergio Garcia. Lovely his, wife, Angela. And yep. you know what I loved? By the way, everybody, again, brought it so much with the outfits. Angela said to me, Sergio has never worn a cowboy hat. He put it on for this event for the first time. You look Thank damn you, good. Sergio. I told him, I said, dude, what about a Spanish caballero? It's not like, it's part of your culture as well. Um, but they live here in Austin. We've become friends with them. I love Sergio. Such a good guy. I almost, and I don't know if any, you know, any outsiders wedding has ever had this i almost had two masters champions because ben and julie crenshaw were also invited ben crenshaw a legend obviously and a masters champ but sent us a beautiful gift that i will be posting because it was one of the greatest wedding gifts i've ever received um but uh sergio which gift were you happier about the watch i gave you no the the omega watch you gave me from okay because ben crenshaw sent something from chris and it arrived wrapped in like the augusta national golf club like paper Ben crenshaw sent me a gift from augusta i felt it was like watching a little kid on christmas morning and it came with a card from augusta national it's like it was it was very 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 special um and so there were some uh you know some other uh who do you think is the best dance moves in bachelor nation or even of any of our wedding guests you know Guys, I'm probably going to go Bob Guinea. Bob Guinea, because he, you know, and it used to be in a band, exactly. Has rhythm. Yeah, cheating a little bit. You know, if Andrew Firestone were there, because we danced with Andrew at the, at the prior Honey, wedding. Andrew Firestone does not have good dance moves. So I'm going to say Bob Guinea. That's why I would say Andrew puts the energy out there, but Bob Guinea is legit. He Andrew's really fun. Like, Andrew's like doing the robot, though, yeah. but Bob's really dancing. Ladies, man, I don't know. Who who crushed it the most? Sarah Hyland was out there. Oh, my God. But Sarah did not stop either. Thank you, Sarah. We lo- you, know, you guys know we love Sarah and Wells. They always bring the party, and Sarah Highland is in like so many of the pictures, just dancing so hard. I really one thing appreciated I will that. say about Sarah, I'll out her on this. Uh, if you think someone like that is going to be like uppity Hollywood and shy, uh, uh-uh. uh, she was out there mixing it. Talks uh, with everybody. Talks yes. with everybody. She is everybody. An all the dream. and all the yeah. Bachelor crew did. They're you know they're just wonderful people. Um, JoJo dancing hard too. You know it. It was great. Everybody. Yeah. Coach would- Gary Patterson, former TCU legend, he was there. Uh, appreciate him and. Uh, Maybe two of the most important people, our lawyers, were there. <laughs> Shout out to Brian Friedman, who may have uh, paid for that wedding. We appreciate you, pal. Wait, did you make that joke too? I went up to him and I said, he was so cute. I mean, he's the sweetest man and the best attorney. And yeah. I said, Brian, we're so happy to be here. And we pro- maybe we couldn't have paid for this wedding without you. <laughs> we laugh we did, because we it's both, true. You know, speaking of, I think for some reason, we're always drama potential aware. Yeah. We have, we, Brian was your lawyer. He is your lawyer, but that was for sort of a period of time. We have another attorney and we put them at the same table, but we texted them both just to say, Hey, 
Do you guys know each right. other? Are Have you ever... adversaries? We didn't know. You know, yeah. I don't know about lawyer drama. Maybe they've gone up against each other in court, but luckily they were good to go. And so we danced into the wee hours of the night. Again, we, the, the theme was they finally had to shut it down. Um, there was, you know, I guess like any wedding, there was some raucous drama. And I, I like when the guests, it, all those stories keep petering in. There was one guy who we had a, a guest who got thrown out of a bathroom for smoking weed. Um, oh, really? Yes, we did. I didn't hear that. Uh, oh, okay. Breaking the news to you now. Okay, yeah. The staff asked him to please... I don't know why he wasn't just outside. We were on a ranch. Um, can I can I give you, you another shout out? Oh. Here's what I love about Lauren, about people attending our wedding. Um, if you've been following her on social media, you know she is an orange theorist. She loves orange theory. I do love orange And theory. she goes there so often. She invited our orange theory coaches. I invited two, both of them. Yeah, Montana and Sean came to our wedding. We had our Orange Theory coaches. I love them. I see them every day. This is is Lauren Zima. If you come into her life, be careful. You are in our lives. You are family with us. I I adore them. I see them every day. They're so supportive. (laughs) Sean loves Harry Potter too. And And they're kind of responsible for your wedding body. I mean. Yes. Well, thank you to Orange Theory. And Sean. No, thank you to Orange Theory. (laughs) Sean danced with my mom. It was very sweet. Yeah. Your mom loves him. He's about 6'6". And my mom is 5'4". So it was very cute. And then maybe the, the, the best moment of the night. At the end of the night, we had one more. Wait. Wow. I don't know where you're going with this. We had one more surprise for everybody. The truck rolled up. Oh, well, this is, this is just fun. Um, Tiff's Treats, uh, who we love. If you've seen us post about this too, Tiff's Treats, they deliver like warm cookies to your door oh. with milk. We reached out and they said, we are going to send the truck. They sent the Tiff's Treats truck. So as everybody was leaving and heading back to their cars or getting in the, the vans that we sent and the buses, so everybody got home safely and nobody drove, um, you got a warm chocolate chip cookie or double chocolate cookie and cold milk. What better way to end the night oh. than by taking home a warm chocolate chip cookie? Thank Everybody you, Tiff Street. Lost it. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than just a mom. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. Mary Beth, she is a force to be reckoned with. Successful career, many talents, a great friend group. I could go on and on about my mom. I love her dearly. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And I got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so you can send some too. Here's why I like Books. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. Books has also made it easy. I went online, picked the delivery date, and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th, right around the corner. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, the wife, aunt, hey, even your grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code Chris for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code Chris. Books.com and use promo code Chris. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. 
Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman. Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Another great part of the night, the photo booth. Listen. I did know, you know, we asked the people at this wedding like a good photo. We had to get the glam photo booth. So thank you to Oh Happy Day Photo Booth for making everybody look beautiful. I said, I want that one where it's like black and white and the lighting is amazing and everybody looks great. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So whose idea was it, not not the photo booth, but whose idea was it to print out an extra photo and that was our wedding book? So everybody got a photo of themselves in the, in the photo booth, but then another picture would print out and you taped it into our book and then everybody signed next to it. It was so awesome. I have no idea where that idea came from. I don't I either. Maybe it was your wonderful assistant, Karen. Yes, Maybe Karen, it's Oh Happy Photo you. Booth, but that I don't Whoever think there's it. a better guest book because you have a picture to remember who wrote everything. In case you're not friends with them in 20 years. I ended up jumping into a bunch of the photos with people. It was really, Baby, really cool. Baby, you jumped into photos. I can't believe it. I know. You know what shocker. he told me? You know what he told me this morning, you guys? We're going, we're, we're now, we've been holding off all day Sunday. We did not post anything. We just shared um, People Magazine's breaking news story about the wedding. And thank you to People yeah. Magazine for the beautiful coverage. They did a great job of sharing our wedding for the first time. Um, thank you for the solid journalism. That's something that means a they lot really to They really checked in with me a lot and yeah. I really appreciated it. Um, so then we, uh, we, on Sunday, we had a family and friends brunch and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we don't even need to get into that because it was just, we're, we were just so exhausted, but it was great to see everyone. But um, so Sunday, we didn't post anything. We go to post stuff on Monday, which is when we're filming this. And Chris tells me, oh yeah, well, I got to look through all my selfies. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, I took a bunch of selfies with everybody all night. I said, I didn't. I was on the dance floor starting the party. Oh, I was So right he's got there. all these great photos. But you know, here's the thing. I didn't even have my phone in Napa. I, it was totally off limits. I, I didn't touch it. I didn't look at it. I just wanted to be a hundred percent present. And I knew people were videoing and taking pictures, but Again, the casual nature of wedding number two, I just I kept my phone on me, and all of a sudden we just started popping some selfies. No, and, that's good. And, and I had friends there, you know. That I were, probably, in your defense, I would have taken more photos. The dress I was wearing didn't have a pocket. My wedding dress, my bigger ceremony dress, had a pocket, so I had my phone all night. Love a dress with pockets. And Austin was great because I had friends there from high school, actually from grade school. You know, probably my oldest friend. You know, Brett and I have been friends since twelve years old. So. 
my extended family, cousins, you had extended family there. Again, the circle was big. It wasn't just Bachelor Nation people or major champions. It was this great blending of our, our new friends here in Austin, our, our neighborhood crew here that came. And so it just, it again, the atmosphere was perfect. Everybody just had a great time. We had such a great time that we were supposed to be done by 11. We didn't. We get, got home at two. We well, we did not stop dancing until almost midnight. Yeah. I actually was worried. I was relieved the next day because people told me, "Oh no, I took the shuttle home." We had shuttles back to the hotels, but we were so late. I didn't know if people made it on the shuttles. Some people didn't. Some people had to get Ubers. And uh, you know, I'll bring it back around and say maybe it was the full circle moment of their healing journey as we were walking out. Caitlin and Jason were there waiting for a uh, Uber together. Yeah. Although I don't think they Ubered together. Trista was there too, but they were waiting together and talking and that made me happy. And again, so it, it just, it was a beautiful, cathartic, lovely event and from the bachelor, start to finish. And the bachelor folks held on. I think Jojo was there waiting for an Uber. Nobody left early and that made me so happy. Everybody at the wedding was there till the end. Standing by my truck at the end of the night was Trista, Jojo, and there was who else? There was one other. I got and I should have taken a picture of this because we had one bottle of champagne left. And so we're in the parking lot. We popped the bottle of champagne. We had Tiff's treats cookies. And we were the the four of us were just passing around a bottle of champagne. Wait, where we was were, I? You walked up and you wouldn't you you kind of just I think Maybe you Maybe I knew enough. I was done. No more alcohol. We were just passing around the bottle, drinking straight <laughs> from the bottle, eating cookies, and that's how the night ended was was with them. And, you know, Trista would grab the bottle, Jojo, and we were just laughing and sharing stories. And they were the last ones in the parking lot with me at two in the morning. What was, stories were you sharing? Was, oh, we were just talking about the night and just talking about dancing and, you know, and then reminiscing. And, you know, Jordan, uh, unfortunately, couldn't be there with Jojo because he's knee deep in uh, football season. He's doing amazing coverage. Good job, Jordan. So he couldn't be there. So Jojo was solo along with uh, Trista. So they were kind of hanging out. But it was just a cool way to end the night of, you know... The bloom was off the rose, so to speak. And we were just kind of drinking straight from the bottle and having a great time. Speaking of the bloom being off the rose, yes. let's out ourselves and say how we really ended the night. Chris Harrison and I cleaned up our own wedding. We did. We went back in there, him in his suit, me in my dress and my boots, and we were putting flowers in the truck and we were... Uh, Helping clear off the tables and we had the uh, the kids the, were there helping us. My family was there helping us. This was a listen. We wanted. To, I don't know. It's I'm a Midwesterner and I wanted to. There do it was that the way. leftover alcohol, and by the way, uh, not much of it because the Peugeot, uh champagne went very quickly. As did the Catherine Hall wine. Our thanks to Catherine Hall and the crew over there at Hall, who have been very good friends of ours, provided the wine. And they great wine. And oh, everybody's like, "Are you kidding me? We're drinking uh, Jack's masterpiece Hall wines for at your <laughs> wedding? Like, what is well, this?" Well, Chris Harrison loves wine. Even in Austin, even though we had Napa, he had to have good wine. My my rule still applies. No matter, even if it's a big event. Life's too short to drink crappy wine. So we, we were piling stuff in the back of my truck. All the flowers and all that stuff had to come home. Um, but And then we, we, we left as we came in my truck together. You know what else life's too short for? To not have a happy marriage. Love you. I love you too. And I couldn't feel more confident, at peace, happy, overjoyed, Um it's so it's sort of weird to do these podcasts because I feel like in these episodes I told Chris I feel nervous we're just going to be going on and on about ourselves for a while but part of the reason we wanted to do this is we really wanted to share with you all 
just how grateful and happy we are and and to thank you for being supportive of our love story um as you have been for the last five years and uh now it's now it's only just beginning so i'm um everything went so perfect in napa and in austin i don't even really um, i feel so lucky i don't know what i did to deserve these two beautiful experiences where nothing went wrong i'm so grateful but most importantly and this is the rule I continue to go by. I would have married you uh, in that back alley where we were loading stuff into your pickup truck. I would have married you anywhere, but I'm so grateful that we had the weddings that we did. I love you. And nothing more need be said than that. <laughs> That's what we will end on. We love you all. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being with us. We are going to have one more wedding episode, and it's your questions. What did you want to know about? all of our weddings and the celebrations. So stick around. That'll be coming up in a future episode. But until then, I'll talk to you next time because we have a lot more to talk about. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever and make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.